0: Yeah. Let me ask you a
1: question. (laughs)
0: What does the number three have to do with our show tonight?
1: The number three? The number three. What does it have to do with our show tonight? Uh, Did Destiny 3 come out? No, but you're not too far off. Are the three three of us playing Destiny 2 right now?
0: No, we're not, no, because you're not playing it with us. That's definitely not happening. That's definitely not happening. Chase, would you like to take a take a
2: stab at this? I'm guessing this is a bit, <laughs> like this is this is like the cold open bit. Is this what? No,
0: doing? no, no, no. This is a legit question.
2: Okay, because i i had like a I had like a cool burn uh, about Misty that I was gonna say. I know I already had a pretty cool burn on Misty. This one's actually on Johnny, but Misty was adjacent to it, so. Uh, anyway, Chase, because,
0: because I like you. Go ahead with the burn first, and then come back to my question.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, I was chatting with Misty today, and she was talking about how awful everything is these yeah. days with all the uh, with all the you know natural disasters going on. And I wrote back, "Yeah, like Trump, earthquakes, fires, hurricanes, marriage to Johnny. Like things are just." <laughs> Things Ooh, that's a sick really, burn, really bad these days. Like I, I, know it's horrible. What's happening in the world? It's a sad uh,
1: state of affairs, really.
2: Um, it's anyway, an extremely sad state of affairs. It was I mean, very funny in the moment. It's probably less funny now. Well,
0: no, so. it's not funny. I mean, it is funny. I'm sorry. It is funny. And <laughs> the nice thing about that chase is this: is that it just really put into perspective what I was upset about. Because when you put those things together, and primarily we'll start with being married to Johnny, um, what i wish that on anyone is not nearly that bad. So the question again I'll state is, what does three have to do with our show tonight?
2: Uh, it's the first time in a while we've had three hosts.
0: Uh, well, we have two hosts, but yeah. Uh,
2: Sorry, yeah, two hosts and our, and our guest over here.
0: Yeah, that's that's not. Thanks, it. Thanks for having me, Bobby. Yes, I
2: appreciate
1: it.
0: Three is how many times Bungie has fucked me so far.
2: Oh God, yes. Oh no. <laughs> oh yeah. Poor Bobby.
0: I'm talking to you, Bungie.
2: That's
0: I'm calling good, out.
2: It's not even a good helmet. Like it, it's a good. <laughs> it's helmet. not. It doesn't. It's not a cool looking helmet.
0: It's not a cool looking helmet. It's not a cool looking helmet, and it doesn't get any better the second time, and as sure as fucking shit doesn't get better the third fucking time, you get the same exotic in less than a week of the game being out.
2: Yeah, that is sucky. It's only happened to me, uh, I've only gotten a, one duplicate, but even then it was real disappointing.
0: It's one of those things, I should've known, I should've known... What,
2: what, are, we, what are we doing? I, is this yeah. the cold open? is this is this the bit of just me asking what the cold open is I don't this,
1: think this is a bit right now I think Bobby's genuinely upset I, right oh now. I
2: know it's not a bit i I, I was there he
1: was the there chase happened. saw it he heard
0: it happen and the best not the best not even the best sorry the worst of this was it was a legendary that turned into an exotic yeah. that happened to be number three it was the biggest slap in the face i've had since johnny came back to this show wow and johnny welcome back to the casual hour hey thanks guys a podcast that laments about destiny
1: on a weekly basis from here on out the witcher and destiny are the two games that we talk about on this podcast is uh what i've gathered from from to be
2: fair we're talking about a brand new video game today Uh, and it's called destiny 2
0: Destiny 2. Welcome to the casual hour. I'm Bobby Pease. I'm the host.
2: So now we talk Joining about three me, games. We talk about the as Witcher. As always. We talk about Destiny, and now we talk about Destiny 2.
0: Is The Witcher 3, Destiny, and now Destiny 2. And alongside those three is Mr. Chase Kinicky. I And I,
2: play, I like two of those three games.
0: <laughs> he loves Destiny and The Witcher.
2: Yeah, uh, <laughs> I hate Destiny too, but man, give me old Destiny and give me some of that Witcher, right?
0: And join us back from the ashes of his former self, this young phoenix, tied down to the better half Misty, is Mr. Johnny Emzich. Congratulations on your wedding. Thank you. Do you
1: uh, feel it different?
2: Was a, it was a bold choice to take her name. I think what really speaks to.
1: Johnny Manley. John Manley. <laughs>
2: I mean, I know Johnny has always wanted to be more manly, and, and now he is. is. Oh, my God. My, my
1: legal way of making that happen. <laughs> Johnny Take is a man. Take that,
0: schoolyard bully. Uh, Johnny, all joking aside, we're very happy for you, too. Well, we're, Thank you. we're happy for you, especially. Um, hey. How did how did this all work out? Good? Bad? sweet. <laughs>
1: Are well, you happy? I,
2: I think first, you know, he met he met this girl named Misty. I met and Misty then, at an
1: IHOP about nine and a half years ago, uh, and they immediately
2: had a child. <laughs> and then, and then nine and a half years later, they went. Well, I guess it's about time. That's right. right. My
1: my son is in fifth grade right now. Uh, <laughs> how do you how do you think the How
0: I Met Your Father story would go with
1: you? Uh, I met your dad at an IHOP. He was really awkward, but I talked to him anyway. Uh I, four-
2: I mean now you're just rereading the vows. Like that this yeah, th- because I heard all this stuff before. This is a repeat.
1: This is true. I'm just you know, I'm reiterating this for our, our listener.
2: And and Are as you you're doing sure? that, just listeners- to- like, I feel like all of our listeners were probably invited and went to this wedding.
1: No, no, there's uh there's the one <laughs> friend that we have uh who who I met at work at the Apple store. He was not in my way. Ah,
2: okay. All right. Uh, well.
1: and I, for the life of me, I can't remember his name. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. Oh, well,
2: now we, now we just lost that list. Now Great I look job, like a John. dick.
1: Um, Fantastic. Uh, I mean, in all seriousness, I mean, we, we could not have asked for a nicer day for a wedding. It was pretty incredible how, how well things turned out. The weather was perfect. Uh, apparently, there were hummingbirds flying around us during the ceremony, people were telling me.
0: I Those weren't hummingbirds. hummingbirds. Those were extremely large bugs. <laughs> extremely <laughs> large bugs. You know, I, I you had a jar say, of jelly out. What were you expecting?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have to say it was a it was a beautiful ceremony. Uh, the reception was a lot of fun. My only gripe was that you know, the DJ was really lacking. I thought the music music was was poorly implemented. Like, it was fine Terrible. music. The musical choices, great. But the DJ really yeah. dropped the
0: ball. Terrible DJ. I
2: think you you should probably get your money back from that guy. Guys, to capture
0: the moment for what was going basis. on, uh, for those of you out there in listener land that happen to follow us on Instagram, which is at the casual hour, go ahead and tune in because we have a hot take from the wedding going live right now on our uh, Instagram oh, man. feed.
1: Is it live? And, sorry, uh, Wouldn't it be like a week old? <laughs>
0: Oh, no, no, no. This is, this is the freshest take of the, the manly wedding that just took place over the weekend.
2: Oh, this is why I'm apologizing. I'm so sorry, Johnny. <laughs> Although, to um. be fair, it's also kind of Misty's fault.
1: <laughs> Isn't everything?
2: <laughs> All right. Well, Johnny tries to figure out what exactly we're doing to him in real time. Uh, this is ostensibly a show about video games in some form or fashion. So we should probably talk about it. In those.
1: theory. In theory. I mean, a video
2: really, game about, theory show, please. Yeah. It's it's not about so, ethics and games journalism. Let's, let's just put that out <laughs> there. It's not about yeah.
0: tonight might be a little bit different, I would say. Um as this is probably gonna be a very destiny heavy episode. And destiny
2: two is our topic tonight, if you will. We didn't bother the topic to come up with another week. topic because we knew we would just talk about destiny the whole time and yeah, and I can't wait to do that. Sex. But bef- but before before we get into Destiny, let's let's talk about what other games we've been playing just to to cover our bases here. So, Can I uh, go? Johnny, I was just going to say as the new newest uh married person here, yeah. uh, I think you should do the honors.
1: Uh, well guys, there's only one other game I spent time with. Uh, and that's Mario plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle. Uh, I Yes, I unfortunately uh i have not had time to listen to the episode from last week where i'm assuming you guys went into the details on that uh quite a bit
2: uh not really because last week was me going to pax so uh we didn't talk that much about it Uh, oh we did briefly mention it two weeks ago didn't we
0: i think it was a pretty big focus of the episode i think um we didn't we didn't but go to too much
1: spoiler territory, but right, we, talked we were about still
2: it. pretty early. We had only gotten to the second worlds, I think, so we didn't plug gotcha. mm-hmm. anything really past that.
1: Cool. Uh, well, I'm I'm in World Three, and I I really really like that game. I think it's really oh, good. Man. Uh it has made me I think love my Switch even more. Uh, I, I find my I find myself playing it even. When I could play it on my television, just taking it out in handheld mode and, and kicking back on the couch and playing it that way. Um, that game, like like from what I've gathered, just talking with you guys back and forth, you both really enjoy it as well. Um, but totally. But it's still, I'm in disbelief that it's a thing. And that it turned out to be as good as it is, which I think is pretty much the—that's how we felt at your General wedding. consensus is, you know, <laughs> <laughs> man,
2: savagery.
1: You know, of all the unlikely things to have happened, <laughs> and we're all enjoying it. Yeah, we're all having a great time. But goddamn, who would have thought this would have ever happened?
2: And <laughs> um yeah it's a fun game. It's really fun. Uh, I, I haven't gotten too much further into it. Okay. Uh, I know like the switch is supposed to be, hey, what a great portable system and it was perfect to on to like take in a bag to go on a plane as I went to Seattle and it was great to have in a hotel room and I never touched it once. <laughs> it, it was it was I was really disappointed in myself that I brought the switch all the way there and didn't actually use it. Uh, I
1: took it with me to Nashville. We went to Nashville for yeah. a few days, yeah, and there was had some downtime. Or Misty falls asleep sooner than I do at night, and so I I kick back and and oh yeah, man, play some rabbits back, before I went to sleep.
2: So, so where are you at in the game?
1: I'm in the third world, uh, which is okay. like a Spooky Town or something like that, and yeah, the I, it's it's weird to have rabbit humor in the Mushroom Kingdom. Yeah, they say like, hell. They say hellscape. Yeah, yeah. industrial hellscape.
0: They, uh, well, they also like they they say some cuss words that you don't see, but they imply them for sure.
1: Right, yeah.
0: right. It's just it's like when your drunk uncle comes over to your usually pretty uptight home for holiday. Those are the rabbids, the drunk uncles of the Mushroom I mean, Kingdom.
1: Okay, on on paper, okay, Mario plus rabbids plus XCOM. And you just cram that through a filter.
2: Who, who would think of that? Like crazy it has no nuts. business
0: being as
1: good as it is.
2: And then and it's, it just, it's really
1: just learning more fun. about uh, how they, they, I forget where I was reading uh, this interview or watching something, but uh, they were talking with the creative director and they modeled and rigged the Mario and Luigi characters all on their own. They had no input from Nintendo on that and they had like a week to put something together to present to Nintendo uh, this this idea that they had. And it's just, I don't know, I'm, I'm really impressed with what Ubisoft has, has put together uh, in this product. Yeah. It's, it's one of the most fun games I played this year. Uh, to, to expand uh, on your story there, yeah.
2: Like, yeah, like they they usually when people pitch to Nintendo, they'll just throw a design doc or something like that, or that's what Ubisoft usually does when they're pitching a game. But knowing, okay, we're going to Nintendo, we're going to be pitching directly to shigeru miyamoto we need to go all out so they they went and they tried to make this playable demo and they had to make their own mario characters and when they were at the pitch miyamoto even asked them like who who did you contact to get the assets to to mario and luigi and they're like no we made those and that honestly like impressed him so much that he knew that these people really cared about these characters enough to to give them to the do respect it right. and yeah. yeah they they were absolutely doing it right and i think that's what really helped sell them on this but this game like took a crazy turn it wasn't it didn't originally it wasn't supposed to be a shooter like they were modeling they were doing like some mario kart style stuff there for a while and it just kind of changed into this thing it's it's nuts how this game ended up the way it is
0: i i don't i don't see anything else being if there's a category on our show for like surprise hit for game of the year not like i think that this would probably be the biggest winner for me
1: it's one of the most surprising games i played like totally
0: ever. and it works so like everything about the game works well and it- like the only well the only thing I have issue with is I, it doesn't like keep me from enjoying the game, but the time between the battles is not wonderful. And yeah, some of the
1: puzzle solving stuff is is not the greatest. Uh, the the real enjoyment for me comes from the the battles and uh, <laughs> like it's not quite save scumming, but if one of my characters get knocked, gets knocked out, I nine oh, times totally, out of ten yeah. restart the battle because I want to get that perfect score. Yeah. Absolutely. Um yeah, you, who's your favorite uh, character right now? Uh Robin Mario's pretty good and I just got Peach and she's pretty good too. So I'm I'm yeah, rock, I'm switching back and forth. It, honestly, I've been switching characters depending on the layout of the uh the map, which is another thing sure. like there's a level of strategy involved with this that you know, I know I've heard it as an, as dense as an XCOM maybe. Uh but there's still there's a lot of you know, strategy. It is a strategy game. There's a lot of that and forethought that go into things. Uh, you know, I'll I'll try something one way, and when that doesn't work, I'll swap out my characters and take it a different way. And I don't know. It just it has me. There, ain't, there is not a colder motherfucker
0: in the kingdom than Luigi, though. <laughs>
2: <laughs> of course, they Steely made him a sniper stare, man, Steely stare. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah,
1: and like the. The humor in it—it it doesn't really rub me the wrong way. I mean, it's not the best writing in the world by any means, but it's—you know—it's not the worst I've ever seen in a video game.
2: It, it's fine. It's charming. It's totally yeah. serviceable. Sure. Like it, there are times that it makes me smile or chuckle at, at the couple yeah, things absolutely. That it does.
1: Like it just—it almost defies logic that it's as good as it is, and I, is it?
2: I, I, I have found one real flaw, though, as I play. I, I a couple flaws, actually. Like I think a lot of. I think I talked about it on on our sh- first show talking about it. But uh, I, I think the the super effects the the status changes of yeah the ink honey and, and ink uh, and, and some of those like some of them are not very helpful uh, or especially when you're trying to craft a strategy when one of those accidentally procs because they, you only have a chance of making it happen, like sometimes they can completely screw up your strategies. And sometimes they're super helpful, but most of the time you can't bank on yeah. them happening. So when they do happen, they really screw you up. So like, for example, uh, the, there are, there's an enemy that you meet, I believe, in the second world or maybe later in the first world that starts to run at you as soon as it's hit. So mm-hmm. you need to you need to kind of know when you when you shoot them that you have some space you you know they're going to move so you're counting for that and I got into the strategy where I would put two characters like on either side of this guy and have them shoot so they would keep this guy kind of going back and forth in the middle and at one point I had uh, a character use. Uh, use a weapon and and they got the bounce effect off it. And so mm-hmm. bounce pushed them around and then pushed them back towards the character that shot them and then they started running from that space so then they ran right up to my character and hit them when normally they wouldn't have gotten that far. and And it just ended up being one of those random things that shouldn't have happened and especially when it's supposed to be this, wow you got this great status effect, like that's totally going to help you and this time it screwed me. That that feels bad. And it's, That's happened to me and too. I, I wish I wish I could turn that off, or or at least have it be like another one of those skills where this shot is going to one hundred percent do bounce and and it right. just has charge up like your other skills. And, and that that kind of has been a bummer when because that should be a moment where you're like, oh yeah, I did extra damage, and I, and I really put them in a tough situation, and when you actually end up screwing yourself, that, that just kind of sucks. And then my other big but, gripe, which I've totally brought up to Bobby, and it sounds like he uh, also hates it. Johnny, I don't know if you've experienced this yet. Uh, you cannot make a party of all Mario characters.
1: No, I just learned that last
2: what night. What the fuck?
1: It's a what shitty situation. Fuck?
2: That's garbage.
1: I mean, it's yeah, it
0: doesn't really make a lot of sense
2: to and me. And it's not because I don't like the rabbit characters. Like, I think the rabbit characters are cool. Uh, I, I think that they have some really great abilities and they should totally be used in some strategy. But mm-hmm. the first time you get Peach, Peach is awesome. Peach has some really good stuff. And at the same time, I'm not letting go of my boy Luigi, <laughs> Year of Luigi no. Forever. It, it continues to be the year of Luigi in my heart. <laughs> So, the decade
0: of Luigi at this point.
2: Totally, totally. Millennium of Luigi. I'm all, I'm all for it. Um, and, and Mario is, is like the one guy who can't go out of your party at any point. So you, you right. can't have all three of them together. And that sucks. Oh. Yep. Yeah, I was it's,
0: pretty
2: I'll tell that. you. That's I'll
0: sorry. tell you what doesn't suck, though. This is fucking so good. <laughs> you get Steely Stare going on Luigi. Yes. You get the overwatch on Mario. Yes. And you put Rabbit Mario out there and you have him sing his little song and you just fucking watch the fireworks go. It's so good. Like there's nothing better when Luigi just blasts somebody the first shot. They're airborne going off map. Mario says, "Uh uh-uh, I got one for you too. He (laughs) hits them. They go up even higher. And then I've got Luigi. He can do three steely stairs. (laughs) And it's just so great. I mean, it's just awesome.
2: Those were the first skills I made sure to get from the tree was getting as many overwatch shots as possible and making that cool down as quick as possible. And, and that's just the way I like to play. Uh, It's, it's one of those I'm, I'm really good at turtling. If you, if you play strategy games, uh, turtling is, is, or if you don't play strategy games, turtling is when you do things very defensively and you move up very slowly and you, take these very careful shots, and you just kind of creep up, uh, which is usually an effective strategy, if, if not maybe kind of a boring one to, to watch. Uh, and to its credit, to this game's credit, they actually do some things to discourage that, even when you want to do defensive things like, like Overwatch. The way they have their, their perfect system, uh, which is keeping all of your characters alive, but the second half of that is getting, yeah it, yeah is getting the, the level completed in a certain amount of turns
1: under and, a par and
2: so it, un, under a par and you don't know what the par is before you go in, so it keeps this sense of urgency f- for for each battle and I really like that and I've, I've yep. ended up playing more aggressively and and playing more effectively in this game and i I kind of can't wait to play another strategy game, play, I don't know, XCOM 2, since I never played that uh, and always meant to, I would love to go into something like XCOM 2 with this newfound uh, ballsiness, if you will, and and go in and probably get destroyed because it's XCOM. It's mm-hmm. real XCOM, not just 100%, 50%, 0% like, like Mario and rabbits is. But uh, there's, there's a boldness now that I have that I... That I really appreciate as a strategy game player.
1: You're a bold man. Chase. You just know
0: you know shit's about to get fucked. Though as soon as you see that camera zoom in and Luigi is peeking his eye around the corner, you're like, <laughs> you're fucked. You ain't going anywhere. Mm mm. <laughs>
2: fucked. Uh, so Johnny, you said that was the only other game you've played.
1: Uh, yeah, pretty pretty much, guys. It's been okay. Uh, an eventful couple weeks for me
2: i suppose that's true yeah uh, so, that's so fair bobby just to, as a catch up on one last thing on marion rabbits where are you in the game
0: um so i am i'm pretty sure no i know where i'm at i'm on uh world seven of i'm sorry level seven of world three
2: okay <laughs> It's like wow if there are seven worlds i am really fucked
0: <laughs> no no i'm on i'm on level seven of world three so i've got the party member you get from that particular world on my team and um i went back so i got midway through world three and i decided that i wanted to go back and at least get the um i guess i'll say it i think i let you know the secret worlds Mm -hmm. um or the secret levels from the first two worlds so i went back back and did those
2: Uh, they're, they're fun. Like, I've been doing that. That's why I'm still, I guess technically I'm on World 3. I, I just finished everything and got the secret stuff from World 2. So I'm ready to move on. I just haven't yet. Um, that, that I guess is like another small gripe I have is, is I don't actually mind the puzzly bits between battles, but when you're going back through the level, because at the end, or at the end of a world, rather, you get some sort of power up. You get... You know, the ability to push a block or you get the ability to to pick up little statues. And that means you now have this ability to kind of metroidvania these these more or less linear stages. They're really linear worlds, actually. And you go back through and now you can open up the little paths to get to the extras. And that's really boring. Because you don't yep. do any of the battles again. You can go and do challenge versions of the battles, and, and some of those are fun, but most of those you'll just kind of run right by again. And you're just scanning this world that is already beaten and finished and all the puzzles are done, and you're just going through these barren places looking for the little secrets, and it's really boring. I mean, it's great when you find the secret stuff, but it's really not fun to, find to it. go through these lifeless areas.
0: The controls of the, the levels themselves that are not battles, it's just, it doesn't feel good. And like, I don't understand how sometimes they, they limit your control of the actual camera. So like, if you wanted to move yeah. around and see different aspects of the world, but they're forcing you to have like the shittiest view possible at, at some times, like of what's going on. Like that's been my biggest thing is like trying to move the camera around and not being able to at times.
2: Yeah, there's a very specific place in World 2 where you go under this very large statue that is, is a visual joke, and I'm not going to give away what the joke is here, but when you, go, when you get to that next combat arena, because it's right after this long bridge with this big uh, statue over the top of it, it shows you the front, it gives you the visual joke, and haha, that's great. But if you just run through it again, you'll never see that again. And, be, and you can't move the camera in that situation. So if you didn't catch the joke the first time or you want to revisit mm. the joke, you're, you're screwed, really. And that's, uh, that's a real bummer. And, and even the but, hub world, they won't let you move around the camera, which isn't the no. worst thing because it's kind of on this, this circle, basically. Right. It's not the biggest of right. deals, but I find myself trying to move the camera just because I'm so used to moving it in other situations of the game where I have free motion that it's really weird and constraining when it doesn't work like that.
0: So here's my question to to button up Mario and Rabbids. Um If you could pick one Mario character to be a rabbit. like oh, you so want, right you now want that,
2: an, you want an additional rabid character, correct? Okay,
0: correct. So. And this is a twofer. So, like, if you pick this person, you get the actual Mario character, and you get the rabbit. So, if there's like DLC that would come out where they added a a character from the Mushroom Kingdom, who would you pick, and why?
2: See, my my problem is I worry that that my answer might come later in the game. Like, I, I imagine being the third world is this spooky world. So there's probably going to be like some Boo Rabbit at the end. And that, like, that would be one of the first things I think is like, oh, I'd love King Boo Rabbit. Like that'd be that'd be funny. Right. But I feel like that's probably just going to happen.
1: Yeah.
0: So like a, as a, I'm saying like a playable character, you'd want Boo Rabbit. Uh,
2: I, I mean, that's that's the first one that came into my mind. But I if I'm really thinking about it and this is still taking these kind of deep cuts, uh, I really like Raphael the Raven from uh, from Yoshi's Island. Uh, so I would yeah. love to see a Raphael the Raven one who, you know, can't necessarily fly, but maybe he can float a little bit. And maybe he can kind of glide around from, from a higher level down to some other stuff. I think that could be kind of fun.
1: Cool. Johnny? Oh, man. Uh, probably, I feel like Rabid Wario would be pretty good. Rabid mm-hmm. Wario
2: would be really good, especially if he had a bike. He did the motorcycle mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, that'd yeah. Be really good. Uh, I know Bobby's gonna say rabbit Waluigi. It's just gonna happen.
0: No. <laughs> uh, I uh, the the Mario RPG in me really wants a, a rabid Bowser. <laughs> like yeah, I want uh, totally like I want the special, like the secondary to be a, a chomp. Yeah, like I totally. think that would be awesome. I,
2: I, I, hope, I hope that Bowser never shows up in this game. Because so far you've been only dealing with Bowser Jr. And, right. and I, I think it's just like this little side story and Bowser's talked to him on the phone and it's yeah. been silly like that. I just, I don't need to see Bowser. It's, no. it's right. fine. He, we, he we can be,
1: have... We'll see lots of Bowser in Super Mario Odyssey.
2: I, yes, we will. We certainly will. I want
1: New Donk Bowser on my team.
0: I want New Donk Bowser Rabbit. Yes, that's what I want.
2: All right, we've, we've so, spent a lot of time talking about Mario and Rabbids on our Destiny 2 episode, so let's, uh, let's move it along here. Bobby, do you want to go or do you want me to go?
0: Well, okay. I mean, like, I'm pretty much caught up to what I need to talk about.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, then I'll just hit up the last couple things I had. Um, I did play some more Sonic Mania, I finished that game. Uh that it game worked. that game was real good. I like that game yep. a lot. There there's like a few little problems that I had with it and I outlined those on previous shows, but I I think there's some really cool shit in that game. Um Totally. And the end boss the end boss is the end boss is fun.
0: It doesn't leave you wanting more.
2: Um No, I mean it, it leaves me wanting to play that game again at some point and do you
0: I think it's one and, and done you think it's over
2: um that's tough i i would love to see them make some dlc for this one instead of going right into a whole sequel i i don't think i would like a sequel as much as i would like as much as i like this just so yeah why i just want to see them add a couple things on new this levels or something just, yeah, just like hey, we made two more zones, and you can pick them up for four or five bucks each. Like I would totally do that. Yeah, no, no big deal. But if they made a whole Sonic Mania two, uh, I don't know.
0: It'd be it'd uh, be hard.
2: I I would like it, but I don't think it would get the the sales that the first one did. Like I I don't think it'd be even close.
0: Sure, that's but, fair. But
2: it was good, and I liked the, the final area, and I liked the, the true final area if you get all the Chaos Emeralds, which I did not, but I did find the level select, uh, which is very easy to find on Switch, and I just did the final, the final mm. battle uh, when, you, when it assumes you already have the Chaos Emeralds, because how could you be here? Uh, and and that's, that's real fun. I, I enjoyed doing it. And I fucking got... All of those stupid fucking medals so I can play the extra mode that I have been dying to play, even though I bought an entire other game that is that mode, but technically better. But I did it.
0: You did it. You got it. I did it. And what did you, you just get? You did
1: it for the music.
2: I really did it for the music. That is totally true. I mean, it, yes. Uh, I guess small spoiler for, for Sonic Mania, if we haven't talked about it already, which I assume we did. But uh, they put in a Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine mode in there. There is a boss that is that, is that game. And it's a very easy in the actual game itself, so you, you finish it very quickly. Or I did at least, because I've played Poyo Poyo before. Uh, I guess it could be difficult for somebody who's never played it before. But you can actually, if you, if you play enough of those fucking Sonic 3 blue sphere levels that I've always hated. If you play enough of them, then you can, uh, you can unlock that as a playable mode, either against a computer or you can play two player mode as well. But yes, it has the original Dr. Robotics meet Beam machine music. Even if it's Dude, just that music. So good. It's just one of the tracks. It's actually not even my favorite track from Dr. Robotics meet bean machine, but it is still so amazing and it's great and I love it.
0: That's awesome. I'm really pumped for you because I know that after we did our music episode here, which is totally worth going back and checking out if you have not done so yet, but we had an episode about video game music and you were so excited about the songs and music from that game. Mm -hmm. And I remember talking about Sonic Mania and you had made a comment about the the Mean Bean Machine. And yep. now that it's there, and you have it, like that's got to be like Christmas came early.
2: It really, it really was. Like, to, this, it's it's one of those things that really affirms that this game was made by real, true Sonic fans. That that these people, you know, everybody can say, "Oh yeah, I like Sonic one, two, and 3. And if you're really quote unquote in the know, then you like Sonic and Knuckles too. Uh, but for these guys to say. Right you know yeah those games are great and, and you know what cd is good too but like we're gonna get some real deep cuts in here we're gonna bring in stuff from dr robotics Me Be machine we're gonna bring in stuff from uh knuckles chaotix uh there's no sonic there's not necessarily like a sonic 3d blast thing in here but like this game is just so lovingly crafted by the by the people who made it and that really shows, and I, I think that's going to end up showing showing up somewhere in our game of the year discussions. Uh, Absolutely, if, if not in our top five. Sure. definitely in some of the categories that we're thinking of making. Sonic Mania is good, man. That, that game's real.
0: Yeah. Real
2: good. Uh, anyway, so yeah, finished Sonic Mania. Feel good about it. We'll we'll definitely go back and play more of that. Um, and then I've also been, the reason I didn't play any of my Switch on my trip to Seattle is because I was playing on my 3DS, and I was continuing to play more of Dragon Quest VIII, Journey of the Cursed King. Uh, I, I like that game, which should come as no surprise to people who know my love of RPGs. Um, uh, it's, it's just, it's a very solid RPG. I just got to the point where you get a ship, so now I can go around the ocean uh, the games opened up a lot and I, I kind of really l- liked it better when it was this linear thing or, or relatively linear thing where it was telling you, hey, go to this place, go to this place go to this place, and now that it's big and open, I've gotten to the point of, like, I don't really know where to go anymore mm. And but even so, I'm still having a good time exploring the world and, and hanging out. There's there's some cool stuff in there.
0: They're really, and cool. How How long is this game, would you say, Chase?
2: Uh, (laughs) I did look it up on on how long to beat. I think uh, it ranges around like 50 hours, probably somewhere around there. And I've put in, I don't know, maybe 20 at this point. Maybe a little less than 20. So I've I've still got a long way to go. And I really want to finish it because I have other games on the... uh, I was going to say Horizon, but that makes people... Think that I'm playing Horizon, and I'm not playing Horizon. I'd like to, but I'm not. Um, you should be. <laughs> I, I definitely want to, especially before Game of the Year. But uh, you need I, to because I a just good got uh, I just got a new 3DS game in the mail, and that is Monster Hunter Stories, uh, which is a game that I've talked about at least from the demo uh, uh, a number of shows ago. Uh, it was probably a while ago, but I thought that game was really cool. And ended up. You were
0: really happy with the the demo.
2: Yeah, I ended up pre-ordering it it right after I finished the demo because I thought this this game seems really good. And now it's here, and now I have it, and I can't put it into my 3ds because Dragon Quest is there. And I, (sighs) I'll get to I'll get to them all eventually. I even bought the 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 fucking Japanese only amiibo that come with Monster Hunter stories. Those those amiibo are real good. They might be my favorite. Luke Smith is
0: cracking up at you ever. right now.
2: Why is that? Is he not a, an amiibo fan?
0: Oh no, he just knows that you're not going to play with those because you're going to be playing
2: Destiny. Oh <laughs> yes, that's well, yes, that's that's already borne out to be true. Uh, but those amiibo are really cool. Like you can separate the riders from the from the monsters themselves, and you can mix and match the riders. Uh, so I bought two of the things so I can switch out the the two little boy characters with the the two very large crazy monsters. Uh, they're they're really cool. You should check them out.
1: Chase, you have an amiibo problem. I think we need. I to do.
2: I definitely do. I have way. Do You
1: have an amiibo shelf.
2: Um. Yeah, but I've I've grown out of the shelf because I have too many amiibos. Okay. Yeah, I
1: need a new shelf. Uh
2: huh. I I need a second shelf or a larger shelf. Yes, this is true.
1: I mean you live very close to an IKEA. So
2: bad. That's that is also true. I could find I could find relatively cheap shelving in my area.
1: Or St. Louis has things.
2: I could just put them all on the floor and step in the garbage on wherever I go. <laughs> that the <that, that> line. <laughs> <crossed it. laughs>
0: That's mean, Johnny.
2: Okay, should we talk about the the thing, the game that
1: came out? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, that all of
1: you before are before we hop right
0: into it. Being. Yes, that's true, Johnny. But not surprisingly, um, so we're gonna be talking about Destiny Two, and there was this one thing I wanted to make mention. Um, it's not necessarily a game, but if there's anybody out there. That uses it's not a, a game, yeah, not a game. Um, if you have an iPhone or an iPad and you are interested in in potentially doing some remote play with your PlayStation Four, um, or for that matter, probably your PS3, but you wouldn't be able to play Destiny Two on that. Regardless of that, our play is an app in the uh, for iOS. It's twelve bucks. It's universal. It allows. You say R
2: play, is that AR play or is that O U R play? It's the the letter R. Okay. The letter R. Um. Um
0: but what's nice about this is you can use one of the made for iPhone or made for iOS controllers in conjunction with this and play your games that way. It does have a horrendous DualShock Four touch scheme that you can try and play on your uh, iPhone or iPad. That's how
1: Bobby's uh, been playing uh, Destiny on lunch breaks. Actually,
2: gross. Oh my god, that sounds terrible.
0: Here's the thing: there's a uh, there is a screen flow that you can record now on iOS, and maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll record myself playing something uh, with, it, with that Christ. sometime for the show. But anyway, um, I've been using See, this to play. Destiny so you've been two.
2: playing a lot of like bootleg ass Destiny 2 then.
0: On um, my lunch breaks at work, yeah. And, and you, it's
1: so Yeah, you Bobby, you should make mention this is not licensed by Sony. So there's it's a not licensed by very Sony. strong chance that it will stop working at some point in the future, uh once Sony sends them an I cease and desist letter.
2: This also does not sound like an ideal way of playing Destiny. Like like not only with the hardware that you have, but like I can't imagine playing Destiny on a lunch break. Like I, I can't seem to play Destiny for just an hour.
1: Well, you it's don't a, even, what do you, It's what a hard thing. The problem that Bobby has, he has a Destiny problem.
2: Oh, oh no, I understand. The no, no, Chase gets that it. Bobby has like I yeah, have yeah, that's, more of a Destiny problem than Bobby does because I don't stop playing it. Uh, yeah. Bobby, Bobby finds little times to play it. I just stop what I'm doing and just play Destiny. It's bad.
0: To, to answer your question, Chase, um, to like kick off this segment about Destiny 2, I there's two things I just want to make mention about how I have to play this game. So, so all of you and Chase now know my commitment to this game. There is on. Any controller made for iOS, there's no um, L3 or R3 buttons. And there's also not a touchpad. And so what you have to do is go in for those buttons and create button combinations. Oh, I know. I know. It gets better. That's how you get
2: from place to place.
0: I know. I know. Like, I really. I am trying to come clean about how addicted to this I am.
2: Jesus Christ, Bobby.
0: (laughs) So if you want to know how to sprint on my setup, you have to push square and X at the same time to initiate sprint.
2: Bobby, I I love you, Bobby. No one is going to play on your weird-ass setup. (laughs) We're here to give... The hottest of takes about Destiny 2, and you're over here telling us how to do some weird black magic bullshit yes, to get it garbage working. Like, what?
0: <laughs> I have a problem. That's, a, that's talk, the long story. Can short we talk
2: about it. Destiny 2 instead of your weird dark arts?
0: If anybody wants to know more about it, tweet me. <laughs> Moving just, on.
1: Just
2: put a link uh, the Destiny, app in the show notes.
0: Destiny 2 is here.
1: Johnny, yeah,
0: kicking and screaming, kicking and screaming.
1: Well, you have purchased
0: Destiny Two. I did not, and you're better
1: because of it. Fuck up! I no, I did not purchase this game. Kicking and screaming, I enjoyed my time with the beta. I decided I was going to buy this game, and. It's really good. It's a good. I have not had a ton of time with it yet, because uh, I when it came out, I was in Nashville for a few days uh, with my with my wife. Uh. So yeah, say,
2: you're like me? super. You're super behind us. I am. Uh, in, terms yeah. of, in terms of levels, in terms of where you are. Yeah, I'm only have level seven.
0: This oh, this episode, just for context, is being recorded on Monday, the eleventh of September. Destiny Two. Before.
2: Just under a week. Yeah. Just under a week. Basically a week at this
0: point. Yeah. Yeah. We've had the game now for a week. Um I think I put maybe four
2: hours into it. (laughs) (laughs) I put I put seven hours into it yesterday.
1: (laughs) That's how bad things have gotten. I was gonna play it last night, but I was still I was really tired from I had a long day and I, I ended up falling asleep, so I didn't play it last night. Uh, I was gonna play this morning, but I had to take my son to school because it was my day to take him to school. And by the time I got back, I only had an hour, and I had to take a shower. You just
0: don't have your priorities in check. This game's
1: been out for a week, Johnny. I should have gotten. I should have called a damn Uber to take Jude to school in the morning. I guess. Marriage,
2: kids, <laughs> like you guys, so, are messing up. Uh, I we've been talking for a the while. Bachelor's lifestyle, which means I can play thirteen hours of Destiny in a weekend if I damn well choose, <laughs> which I did. Which I did choose to do. <laughs>
1: so, are you guys so, done with the campaign? Have you reached that yes. point? Yes. Okay. We finished that, oh, Johnny, on the
0: second on Thursday. Day. That was done on Thursday. This game My came out on Wednesday. This was Tuesday. done by mid afternoon. Sorry, the campaign Sorry.
1: was like twenty hours. Mm, Go nah. on. Mm, I wouldn't say twenty. So what? Okay. So you guys just like the game came out on Wednesday the sixth for us. Doing uh, adventures and stuff. What?
2: Yeah, uh, doing doing a lot of public events, doing other uh, like things like that. Uh, okay. Not very much Crucible at all. I've I played like two matches of Crucible.
1: I, why I'll, do that I'll to yourself?
2: I know. I, I didn't have fun playing them. I've never really liked Crucible. I, I only do it because I've got like quest rewards or milestones. Yeah, because you do, have but, a problem. Well, yes, because I totally have yeah, a problem.
0: Yeah, obviously. Uh, okay.
2: And then, yeah, we've been running some strikes. And then tonight we tried doing the Nightfall, and uh, that did not... That didn't really go well. I think we would have had it if we gave it a couple more tries, but we just ran out of the time that we had to play. Can I Um,
1: just... Yeah, go ahead.
2: Well, I have a question for you, Johnny. Mm -hmm. I want to know, uh, you seemed to be mixed and then very negative on the original Destiny. So I would like to know... I started
1: very negative with that game. Okay. And And then then you became mixed... Right. And then Taken King came out, and they redeemed themselves. Uh, I had a lot True, of fun with but, Taken King,
2: but you still weren't playing a lot of Destiny. Like you, no. you didn't
1: even play Rise of Iron. I didn't. No, uh, yeah,
2: you you were not like in Destiny like Bobby and I were. For I wasn't um, the whole time.
1: I, I talked about this a lot.
2: Yeah, totally. So um, so my question becomes: yeah. with your checkered past of Destiny, mm-hmm. Destiny One. I know you had some some good uh, things happen with the beta, and you were you were pretty happy with with some of that stuff, and that's what led you to getting it. So now that you have the full game, I know you've only played four hours, but tell me of your experience and and whether Destiny Two is you know very improved over Destiny One, or if it's yeah, falling this, into similar traps yeah. for you. Like what's going on? It's
1: it's almost like they weren't 2 years into development and the heads of the company said they needed to scrap everything they had and rebuild something and ship it within a year. Uh that's that's what it feels like to me. Um I mean mechanically it's just as sound if not more so than than the first game. Um you know, it's I'm having I'm having a lot of fun with what I've I've played so far and uh it's it's <laughs> It's almost comical how I'm being asked to care about these characters who were so flat and just people you went to whenever you needed to trade in a quest or something. Now suddenly I'm I'm, I'm being like asked to invest emotionally in the things that's happening with them. That's it's a little disjarring. Uh, like I think the first they they first tried doing that with with you know. The like Cade and um, I can't remember the the you know, you know, the Korra, Korra, all those people, yeah, Yeah, like I I didn't really get into those characters until Taken King came out, and even then, that wasn't why I was playing the game. So, uh, I think that they've done a much better job this time around with the story. Um, I'm having I'm more interested in exploring like uh, the EDZ, like, I feel like I barely scratched the surface of it. Uh, and um, what's the second Titan? Mm. Is that the second yep. place you go. Yep. That's super cool. Giant Correct. oceans of methane just rolling around, and I don't know. Like it's I'm I'm going into it much more positively than I thought I was going to be going into Destiny Two if you'd asked me about it, you know, a year ago. And yeah. Um, a lot of my feelings about the first game really just stem from how much I loved everything else Bungie had done up until that point And like being let down by, you know, your hero basically. <laughs> so, uh, all
2: right. Well, so, so now I want to hear from, from me and Bobby, the, the more yeah. experienced seasoned destiny players. So I think we'll have more specific, uh, things that we, you know, want to compare and contrast from the two. I I will say just as a, just as a courtesy to to Johnny over here, because I want him to have the best destiny Two experience possible. Bobby, let's not talk about any story related stuff, uh, past Titan. Uh, so we won't talk about the, the other places you can go or things that you'll fight at
0: some point in time on this show. It's, it's going to be worth talking about how we broke the final battle.
2: Yes. Yes, we will definitely have to tell that story at some point.
1: I'm going to work really but hard to get through the campaign. Not tonight. Uh, and just frame a reference for you guys. I am. I just unlocked like the ability to explore Titan. Okay. Like, I, cool. I'm just past the first mission you do when you get there. I'd cool. say like once you hit
0: level ten, it like it takes longer to get to ten than it does to twenty, in my opinion.
2: I. Think I disagree with that, but that's okay. <laughs> like it, it's, there's that whole game is getting to level twenty and completing the campaign, and then the game "quote unquote" starts.
1: Yeah. So it's kind of uh, like De- <laughs> Destiny One in that regard.
2: Yes, yes, it very much is. Yeah. Like that. Uh, okay. There's there's enjoyable stuff to the story though. Like I. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Des- Destiny One's story was not great or the story in the game was not good. There's a really cool story about yeah, Destiny.
1: The, the lore it all is comes fascinating. From
2: lore and grimoire cards that nobody read and hour and a half long YouTube videos that somebody finally made to explain what the fuck happened. Um, so so the story of Destiny as a whole is really cool, but yes, it was very poorly told because of development issues and, and lots of other issues. Um, for destiny one. But yeah, destiny two smooths a lot of that stuff over. Uh, the, I think the cutscenes are pretty well done. There is some really good character moments with, with different people that you know, uh, and some that you don't, uh, there's, there, there are things I like about that. It's more cohesive and more focused that, that all, all that stuff is great. Uh, like, like you mentioned, Johnny, I think the game plays just as well as it did before, if not, maybe a little bit better. Um,
1: I'm having a lot of fun shooting stuff.
2: <laughs> it's good. I uh, originally I was not a big fan of the kinetic energy and power weapons replacing the uh, primary, secondary, and I guess still kind of your power weapons uh, mm-hmm. of Destiny One. Like that, it's weird to be able to hold two auto rifles at once because one can do fire damage and the other just does regular damage. I actually kind of like odd it to me.
0: Yeah, no, I think it's that there's something to be said there. So, so with those... Like Chase, let's we'll go ahead and just dive in since you're kind of starting with it here with you. Sure. Um, you endured a lot of things that happened with with Destiny, and I think that you found a really good experience there. And so as you've discovered new things in Destiny 2, and I think it's safe to say that you are enjoying this game. Um, yeah. What has been noticeable changes that have made you feel that this is a successor to Destiny and not just another expansion? Uh,
2: I mean, they, they really did change a lot. Uh, some for better, or most for better, very few little things for worse. Uh, I think if, if you're going to, let's start with the negative here. I think that what they've done with shaders is really kind of disappointing. Uh, yeah, it's a, a bummer. Shady. <laughs> Making shaders a consumable is is kind of shit. Um, I, I like that shaders can now be applied to more things. You can apply shaders to ships or to weapons, and, and that's cool. Uh, and even your sparrow. like it, It's great to be able to really customize something the way you want to customize it, so you can totally bling your guy out the the way you're looking for. But to make them consumable has made me really conservative in my use of shaders, so now I just don't really use any of them because I want to hoard them until I get the right set of armor. So then I can do it. And, and that's just making me look like garbage at this point. And, and it really sucks to have this character that I think it looks stupid because all of his gear is mismatched. Cause I'm just trying to have the best gear on as possible. That's a really small thing to, to mention is my first right. thing about destiny Two, but it is, it is the quibble that I have. Um, but to, to your question of like what makes this a real successor and, and does it work or not, I, I think uh, like, uh, we talked about the story and how it does feel more cohesive and, and more focused, and, and that is a big help. But I think there are just some more like, nuanced ways of, of how you interact with the world and how you interact with the people. Uh, public events happen much more frequently in this game than before. And instead of having to go to a stupid website that somebody else made that's not Bungie to tell you Mm. when and where public events show up, now they just say, hey, this public event's happening. It's probably going to... It gives you a little bar to show you when it's going to happen. You can kind of gauge, well, it's that's around... And where it's going to happen. And where, exactly. So now you can just fast travel. Oh, by the way, there's fast travel... And you don't have to go to the goddamn uh, space to, to get to everywhere now. Now you can just kind of zip around at your leisure. Like, that stuff is awesome. It's, it's great what,
0: to... What was the Forge in Rise of Iron called?
2: Uh,
0: Archeon, 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 shit, A, I, uh, I think it's like Archon's Forge or something yes, like that.
2: Yes, that's right.
0: The public. So, if anybody that's listening is familiar with that particular area from Rise of Iron, it's very like the public events are treated very similarly. Except you don't have to have shitty keys to make them happen; they just happen.
2: Right. It's nice. Uh, There, there aren't. There isn't an area like Archon's Forge where you where you just immediately know that everyone's going to go there to do some cool arena thing. They just happen out in the world. Not randomly, because like we said, there are timers on things and you can see those and, and, and see it happening and get there. But they, they do... They don't feel quite as significant as Archon's Forge, but they are these nice moments, and I'm glad that there are places where they can kind of branch a little bit, where you can turn them into a heroic version of the public event by sure. doing some special uh, special thing. Uh, now, it, there only, there only seem to be a handful of types of these public events out there so you can really figure out how to do the heroic versions very quickly and easily. And and that's kind of a bummer because now everyone's just gotten so good at doing them that there's not really a, a secret to it anymore. Just somebody is going to shoot down that that thresher ship before, before the thing's over so you can do the heroic. Uh, but the fact that they're in there and they have branching branching aspects to them, that makes it a richer experience that Destiny 1 didn't get with those public events. You'd just be running around old Russia, hoping to run into one of those things, or be looking online on a website to say, okay, well now I, now I need to go to the moon, and now I need to wait in space forever before I get to the moon, and now I need to go to this specific spot, and that'd just be a real bummer. And now it's just in there and visible, and it works. And it's, right. it's nice. Yeah. It keeps you in the game more. And the game itself is fun to play. So to stay engaged like that is, is way better than Destiny 1.
0: No, I think that. So the game came out on the 6th. The following day, um, I happened to have the day off work. And Chase, you had just gotten back in from Seattle. And yeah. my cousin Jason uh, had a really short shift at work. And so about noon, uh, my wife was working this day too, so it worked out really well for me. Um, we got online about noon, and I don't think we stopped playing until like seven o'clock at night, eight o'clock at night. That
2: sounds about right.
0: Yep. So we literally committed to an entire day of playing this, and it took me back. It took me back to a period where like, you would grab your control, like you grab your 64 controller, you would head over to a friend's house. Like And you just kind of make a day of like playing video games and hanging out and socializing. And I never really thought I would have that with a game. And that's not unique to... to it's Bun-Z, amazing you even of... have
1: friends. I mean... Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, at this point, especially...
2: I mean, I was in that position, honestly. Like, when Destiny 1 came out, I didn't know Bobby. Uh, I barely knew Johnny through, through his now wife because we worked together. Uh, and when Destiny 1 came out, that was a game I played by myself. I in fact Destiny 2 starts with this really nice moment for a lot of players where if you bring over your Destiny 1 character and by bringing over your character it just brings over your your facial feature stuff you don't get any of your loot or anything like that from, from the first game but when you bring over your character it gives you these nice little story beats of here's what happened in Destiny 1 you're your Titan was there the whole time, and, and you did this, and it will also show you all the other players that played with you during those events. And mine would say, Chase Keneke was there, and nobody else. <laughs> uh, and hey, remember when you, when you defeated this guy? Chase Keneke was there, and, and no, nobody else was. Shit, and that happened for every single thing in Destiny 1, even, even the stuff from Rise of Iron, because I had played that stuff on my own before bringing in Bobby to, to play more of, that one, uh, more of that later. So that was a real bummer of a time to go like, oh, hey, yeah, look at the things that I did alone in Destiny. Because that's just how it happened. And I didn't play Nightfalls because I didn't, have other, I didn't have two other people to consistently play with me. And I didn't do the raid or any of the raids, because I could definitely could not find a team of five uh, that needed a six person to do that. So I feel like I missed out on a big portion of the Destiny 1 experience. And even when, even when Bobby and I started playing a lot together, we're a two-man group. And that means right. we we still didn't have a third for the Nightfall. We still didn't have... Four more people for, for raids and we, we tried to make something happen and it just never really worked out but having, having Bobby's cousin Jason and me and Bobby all together when this game starts for Destiny 2 it, it's really made all the difference and I feel like I've gotten this full experience out of, out of Destiny for the first time and it's really yeah. fun
1: why don't we stop recording this podcast and go play Destiny right now? Because
2: you're because you're so far behind, John. Because <laughs> <laughs> my alt character is past the alt character I made specifically so I would have a character to play with you is now farther than your character. <laughs> all I right, all yeah. <laughs> just... <laughs> so. Uh... Here's. Here's what we I'll do, say, we do need to make that happen sometime. We, we will absolutely yeah. have a time where the three of us play Destiny together and we'll have a good time and make things work.
0: 100%. I, I think that there's, there's a lot of cool things going on with some of these quality of life changes they've made. Um, fast traveling is really cool. Uh, public events are really great. I made a big stink and it still fucking sucks about getting the same exotic three times, but I got I got three exotics. Like I've gotten a lot of exotics, and that was like
2: and you it was get either unknown just from playing the game. Like you get yeah. two guaranteed exotics just from playing through the game.
1: I got my first one last night. Nice. Ago. With,
2: what's your uh, What's your character? Did
1: it's you a class? Uh, a lady titan. All right. Best so got class.
2: The, Good call. The
1: the gauntlets. Which ones? Uh, it's you build up builds up charges for meleeing. Yeah, and then the feedback You get meleeed. It.
2: Yeah. yeah, so the, the that is my favorite exotic uh, armor piece, and it came back from Destiny One. Uh, it is the worst exotic you can pick out of those three, uh, but I had to pick it as well because it just they look so good. They look they like look tron really cool. gauntlets. They're awesome, uh, but yeah, those those aren't the other two exotics you can get for Titans are way better. Uh, but I I I also had to get the feedback fence. They're so good.
0: They're really neat looking. Um,
2: so, Johnny, yeah, exotic, exotics come free and fast in this game. Uh, you, way faster than they did in in Destiny One. Uh, either uh, certainly more than vanilla Destiny One, but even Rise of Iron Destiny, it it they just come so much faster here. Uh,
0: yeah, like you you can progress your character. Like I was talking to somebody else about this. Like when I played Destiny, like I stopped playing Vanilla Destiny because I got to a point in the game where it's just like I can't progress any further without help, and I didn't have help. And having this experience with you guys has certainly made the game that much better. But at this point in time, like there's not a single thing that that we've done in the game that couldn't have been done on your own,
2: right? Because we failed the Nightfall, but we failed Nightfall. Yeah, like everything else you can absolutely do on your own.
0: But to get to the light, so I'm, I'm power level right now. <laughs> Chase, I think you're 277
2: or 276, right? Yeah, 276.
0: I'm 271. Jason, I think, is 274. So we're kind of, we're all in that same little ballpark here in the 70s right now. But Yeah,
2: the, the soft cap seems to be like around 265 or 266, and then you kind of have to do some special things to, to get higher level gear than that. Um, and, and in this first week, we've, we've done all that stuff that you can do, so we're, we're kind of capped on where our characters can be right now, unless we were able to do crazy stuff like finish the Nightfall, uh, which we did not do. Correct. Uh, but yeah, as the weeks go on, there will be more opportunities to get the, the more powerful gear that, that can go way above your, your level. So uh, we did see, when we were playing a little bit tonight, we did see there was another Titan in the tower, or in the on the Traveler rather, that had 293. Seemed yeah. fucking nuts. Like, how does somebody get that high? That's incredible. Hmm.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it was it was really cool. Um looking at it though, the games brought in the ability to really progress the story and your character to a point that you feel like you're you're capable of doing what they throw out there. Um tonight so right now it's currently oh sorry yeah it's currently tuesday uh the the 12th and there should be a reset of some things happening in the destiny world and then tomorrow is when the raid goes live and it looks like the the starting power level they require is 260 which uh i think is a bit lower than we all kind of thought it would be but that's also reassuring on what i think that they want everybody to raid. they want everybody to get to do that experience
2: Right, and and I haven't gotten to use those features yet, but now it seems like there are ways that the game has, has built in that, hey, I'm just looking for a group here to do the raid with. I'm looking for somebody to help me through the raid. It's my first time. And then there are ways of saying, hey, I'm, I've beaten the raid. I know what I'm doing. I will Sherpa someone through, or, or our group can, can help new players. And that yeah, is very totally. encouraging to me, as somebody who wants to experience the raid, because same here, because man. Like uh, that was yeah. one of the great things of Destiny One. Of look at all this cool shit you can get from completing the raid, and I never got a single piece of that cool shit. Like, I, I didn't right. get any of the crazy ships. I didn't get any of the cool shaders. I didn't get the awesome guns. There's there's stuff that you could just could not get because you didn't have. Uh, didn't have the people to play with you in the raid. And now, having those available to me, there's an exotic shotgun that you're going to be able to get through the raid. And I'm I'm thinking already, like, wow, I'm, I think I'm going to be able to get that shotgun this time. And that's that's. Have exciting. you seen
0: anything for that gun?
2: Yeah, totally. Uh,
0: out, it, send that to there. me. I want to see that shit.
2: Yeah, it's out there on YouTube. Um, and there's... Uh, there. I mean, it's not leaks, it's just... The, the information about the gun is out there, uh, while not necessarily all of the uh, steps involved of getting it are out there. But yeah, there's, there's um. some good stuff. There are a lot more exotic quests uh, that you can go on, where you can get these guaranteed exotics by doing stuff in the game, uh, and, and playing through specific challenges. Those have been fun so far. Those were fun in Destiny 1, and, and they've been brought back, and... And it's, it's nice to be able to do things that you know you're going to get guaranteed exotics for. Uh, for sure. So The game, game plays well. It looks good. It looks great, honestly. The, I think the, the planets and, and yeah. places they have you go uh, look very nice. I was a little uh, worried the first time I played the, the first world on Earth, the, the EDZ, the European Dead Zone, that things felt really tight and really uh, cramped. And at the beginning of the game, Johnny, you're, you've are you probably experienced this already, but continu- you're going to continue to experience this for a while. Uh, you don't get a Sparrow forever in that game.
0: No. You're not going to get a Sparrow until you hit 20.
2: Yeah, like on your first playthrough, you are not getting a Sparrow. On your second playthrough, you can just go in and grab one immediately if your first character puts it in the vault. Um, but that's... I at first I was okay with it. Cause Hey, I'm just going through the EDZ. Everything's really tight quarters. Uh, right. I, like there's no reason to have a sparrow. And I'm actually worried because I know how much in destiny one, I just got on my sparrow and flew around. And like that, that's, is that even going to be possible in this game? And then you go to the second world, which is kind of like this, uh, like it is that, that moon, that Titan, the moon of Titan. Uh, it's got the methane ocean stuff. But it feels kind of like an oil, um, like these oil derrick things on the water where it's just these very small platforms that are interconnected. And again, I felt like, man, this doesn't feel like a place that I can use a sparrow on. This is These first two world, worlds just feel really cramped and, and crazy like that. And then the world does start to open up and you find there's actually way more space in the European dead zone than You first thought, or that the, the story shows you at the very beginning, so those concerns kind of become uh moot because it's it ends up being totally fine,
0: yeah. I think that Abby the reasoning that. behind it too is that, and Johnny, I know that you're into like lore and things like that. Destiny was all off the was it the Grimoire? Is that what they're called? Grimoire cards,
1: yeah, yeah, Grimoire pretty cards. much, yeah.
0: And so they've done away with those completely here, which I love. And the there's an icon in the upper right of your screen that often goes off when you're exploring, which is the ghost symbol. And anytime you open that up, there's usually some like if you would press the the touchpad on PlayStation Four, um, it brings up your contextual menu for the the ghost or like where you want to go, and you can go from there. But uh, as you're looking around, it'll highlight things that you can interact with, and there's some story to be heard, like about the environment, which I think really need to kind of get a little audio log uh, about what you're doing. Um, so. So it's hard to talk about a game like Destiny, in my opinion, because there's it's it's such a dense experience, and there's so much there that I find like I really enjoy. Um, my take, it's interesting to me, is that like we're we're having very different experiences right now. Like Johnny's kind of mainlining this on his own, which I hate for him, and I want to be there to help play with him.
2: Thanks um, a lot,
1: Bobby. I don't well. know.
2: I, at the same time, there's honestly something nice about playing it through yourself because you really do get to soak in that story. Uh, I feel yeah. like there's that that last third of the game that I was playing with you and, and Jason that I I got a little lost on exactly what was going on or why we were going to that planet and that's what I've been enjoying with my alt is that I've I've only been playing the story stuff alone with that character so now I'm really kind of soaking in you know why why am I chasing Zavala here like what do, what do I actually want to get out of Zavala uh, on this place and. And that's that's helping that's helping out because I, I think there is a cool story there. And when you have three three guys all jumping in and we're talking about what exotics we found and any of that kind of shit, like we're we're missing out on on the good work they've done.
0: Totally. No, I think that's very fair. Um, so I want to keep playing this game. I want to play more of it right now, actually. Yes, I me too. <laughs> I want
2: to I want to take a long break from Destiny. I have played way too much this week. And I'm going to I'm going to stop for for now. I'm going to come back. I'm actually going to come back later this week uh, when Zer, the agent of the nine, uh, comes back this Friday. Um, yeah, but until totally. then, I need to take a goddamn break so I can play more Dragon Quests and play other games and not think about Destiny, a game that has caused me to not eat and not sleep and not do other. Things that I needed to do to be a responsible adult.
0: It sounds like you really like it, Chase. I, um. I do.
2: I really do. I, there are things that I don't like about it. There are things that I think were better in Destiny 1. Uh, there, I, I'm, I was one of those people who never, never hated Destiny 1. There was no part of Destiny 1... There was no time in playing Destiny 1 where I went, Oh, this game sucks. I always enjoyed my time with it, even the parts that were slightly frustrating, because generally I was still having a fantastic time. I was right. I was shooting into that loot cave going, you know what? I'm still having a good time. This is not a problem for me at all. This is fun. <laughs> this is fun. I like it. I like that I'm out here with a bunch of strangers. Nobody's in my fire team. We all just knew to go here and shoot into that fucking cave. And it's cool that we're all here together doing that. And... Yeah, we're doing a really dumb thing, but I'm still having a fun time doing it. Um,
0: Johnny, Johnny and I shot into that cave forever.
1: We did. It's a good would time. Pour, I would listen to whole episodes of podcasts and just fucking shoot into that thing.
2: It's, it, is super, it is super fun to... Well, there's, there's a fun aspect and there's a really shitty aspect of when a game like Destiny 2 comes out, the internet pounces on it. And you, yep. get a, you get a deluge of YouTube videos. And some of them, I, I've watched a lot of YouTube videos on Destiny 2 at this point, where I'm looking at uh, people who review exotics so I can see what the, what the weapon traits and perks are and how they, how they look like they are used and what people think of them. Uh, I found out I got one of the worst exotics in the game, uh, which sucks, <laughs> Uh, but it's, I guess it's cool that I have it. Uh, Johnny, if you get the Fighting Lion grenade launcher, just, just feel very bad for yourself. Cause okay.
0: Because
2: that, that gun is a piece of trash. Uh, it
0: is. It is a there is, piece of trash.
2: There, there is something cool about like, asking the big questions about Destiny 2 and having answers on YouTube. Like, what, what do I do? Where do I go to find this person? How do you find Kendrick Seven? when I'm doing the, the Sturm quest, like there's plenty of information out there that, that will help you through those things. And then on the other end of the spectrum, I go to a website like GameSpot, or hell, any video game website at this point, Polygon, <laughs> Kotaku, you name it, and it's wall-to-wall Destiny 2 stories. And on one hand, I'm playing Destiny 2, and some of this information is helpful. On the other hand... I need a fucking break from Destiny, and can you tell me about any other video game news that's coming out? It's September. There's a ton of great video games just about to come out. Is, right. is there really nothing else newsworthy here, guys? Like, tell me something. Like, I, I jumped for joy when GameSpot and some other places announced that Nintendo's doing a Nintendo Direct this Wednesday. It's like, sweet! A, yeah. A story that's not about Destiny. Awesome! And then you know, I was also excited because now I, I can't wait to hear about the the new 3DS and Switch games that Nintendo's talking about. But
0: yeah. any any man. thoughts on what's going to be as as we close? Uh,
2: mm-hmm. Well, they are they already announced they're going to show some more stuff for Mario Odyssey, so that's that's the big thing for people to see. Uh, no. I'm more yes. I'm more excited about the things that I don't know. Like I I want them to announce. I want to hear something about Virtual Console. Maybe I'm sure that's. Maybe not going to happen in this one, but uh, it should be coming up soon, you'd think. I,
1: um, I hope. <laughs> yeah, I need mean, that. They,
2: they had that big uh, Nindies presentation before where they, they showed off a lot of really promising indie games that are coming to Switch. Uh, that's exciting. I'm sure we'll hear more about Metroid uh, for, for 3DS, even though that game is, very, is coming out very soon. Uh, we might hear some more new stuff about Fire Emblem Warriors, which I'd be all right with. I would really like to hear a little bit more about the Fire Emblem game that's, uh, that's being planned for next year. Uh, and while I highly doubt it, I'm still like, putting out the hope that we hear something more concrete about the Pokemon game that would be coming out for Switch potentially next year or maybe even 2019. Yeah, I'm excited. It's, it's supposed to be a 45-minute thing. And uh, I'm not going to get to watch all of it because I have to go to a softball game. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. Like anything, anytime Nintendo does something, I'm automatically excited. And then you know, occasionally, I am also disappointed in the end result. But I'm always excited to begin with.
0: Totally. So, guys, I think I think that we're going to be talking about definitely Nintendo stuff in the near future. But I think Destiny is going to be talked about for a long time. And so
2: i believe that is yeah
0: (laughs) so i'm really excited to hear that we're having a time with it uh i just want to say like i'm really stoked to see bungie making some of these quality of life changes that the community was definitely up in arms about and i think it's just it's reassuring to see a company fix something that was on a lot of levels broken it's not perfect yet but it's gotten a lot better so I know we're enjoying our time with it. I hope that those of you who are out there are as well. Um, if you if you happen to be playing Destiny and you would like to try and play with us sometime, shoot us your gamertag, your not gamer tag, but your your PlayStation account because we're not playing this on Xbox at all or or on PC, but we're on PS4 playing it. Um, you can reach us at the casual hour on Twitter. You can email us uh thecasualhour at gmail.com, or you can send us a message on our website, which is thecasualartcom slash contact. Uh, Chase does a lot with our casual thoughts segment where he's been uh, just very much grinding out 12 and 12, which is 12 RPGs in 12 months this year. Yeah. And it's
2: getting a little slower these days. Like I, <laughs> I need to write, I need to finish the article that I've been writing. Um, and then you, you know, the thing about RPGs, they're long. Um, That's true, and, and it's tough to finish games like that. So, I hope that I can get twelve done by the end of the year. I'm running out of time, but uh, yeah, definitely need to get back on that train. Uh, I'll hopefully be be uh, having something new to read in the next week or two.
0: Very cool. Mm-hmm. And when you're not writing casual thoughts, playing Destiny, or putting up with Johnny and I, uh, you run a really awesome podcast called Gamers on the Go and uh i don't know if you got anything planned for that right now or just kind of waiting for monster hunters to complete or
2: (laughs) uh i have a plan uh i've got a guest and i've got the game that we're going to talk about and we just need to put it together and and get it recorded uh so so there will be new episodes of gamers on the go in the semi near future um but just kind of decompressing from packs, decompressing from Destiny, a uh, lot, lot of stuff going on right now, and uh, just trying to kind of get caught up on everything. But yes, Gamers on the Go will continue, need to find the time to do it.
0: Yeah, and they are GOTG Podcast on Twitter if you want to see what they're up to, and they're also on iTunes. Uh, Johnny, mm-hmm. the, the, the newlywed.
1: Yeah, hey. Uh, you,
0: you took some time to get married and did, did the did. right thing there. Um, You were writing a book before your wedding Are you still writing this book?
1: Oh, I'm going to be getting back into it uh, okay. Here soon uh, I actually just completed part one uh, Right before I got married And that's all on a site called Wattpad You can find that uh, by searching Johnny Amazich Or the name of the book is Stasis It's a Very sci-fi cool. novel That means anything to anybody out there to you, what you if don't I like sci-fi in,
2: what if i typed in johnny manley that would that show up i haven't
1: updated my screen name on there yet
2: okay good All right, uh
1: well. but I, i'm actually i, I, I just ordered us
0: business cards 300
1: too. views on that i'm actually really excited about that
0: <laughs> that's great man we're really happy
2: John, for you there johnny as a purveyor of of science fiction what mm-hmm. do you think about seth MacFarlane's new show i I haven't I, I know you were watching it. it. It premiered last night. I'm sure you're a big fan.
1: I haven't seen it yet. I watched the new Rick and Morty, which it's was really not. great.
2: Uh, no, Rick and Morty's fantastic. Uh, I forgot what the hell Seth MacFarlane is. It's the O-something. The ship is called O- uh, Yeah. The, I keep wanting to say Oblongs, and that's not right. That's it's me. not the Oblongs. That's a, <laughs>
1: that was a cartoon with Will Ferrell. Orville. The
2: Orville. That is <laughs> Orville, what the, the right. thing is. that. That show sounds real bad, and it's been getting really bad reviews. Well, and my I mean, my worst coworker at work, like the most insufferable one, came up to me and was like, "Hey, did you see the orbital? I thought it was really good." And like that is the <laughs> thing that solidified it to me of like, "Oh, well, this show must be real bad." Then if you think it's good, then we are all you
0: must trouble. be truly desperate. Yeah, talk to me about that show. Ugh, real bad. Real bad. Um. So Johnny, we, we yeah. wish you nothing but the best with that book. We can't wait to hear more about it. Thanks. Uh, we will be returning next week with a new episode. And in the meantime, we're gonna play Destiny. Chase not as much as us, but I plan on playing a good amount and hopefully finishing rabbits as I got a big flight ahead of me. So I mean let's see uh, if you
2: guys can catch up to me. Like you both are like way under leveled for me at this point. <laughs> it's
0: what not, are you at, it's
2: Bobby? not false. Uh, I'm at 276. Uh, I'm, You're at 270, 271.
1: 271. Okay. I'm at 70.
0: Nice, nice, <laughs> nice, Johnny. I would crush you. Um,
2: It'd be better if you were just like one. Oh, power 76. Level lower than that. Sorry. Wow, that's. Oh, 76. That joke doesn't work then. Right.
0: Uh. Well, guys, end, end thank this, you so much. End this podcast, please end it. Just put a put a bullet. It's, it's in over. The podcast. All right. It's done. Good night.